You're now listening to the Gratitude Podcast, episode 90. If you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe. And so we decided to start using those tools in the time that we were dealing with the cancer. One of the tools was gratitude, and we'll talk more about that in a minute. Um, But we were able to really, it's more of a power thing, like, what power do I have over this situation? I've turned over the medical part to the doctors. What do I have? What, what control, what influence do I have now about my personal experience? I decided that I would make a choice. I was going to get busy living rather than get busy dying. I decided that I was going to focus on positive things, and gratitude was huge, a huge tool to do that. And I decided that I was going to view this as an epic um, survival adventure rather than I'm being put through this medical torture. And so once I started to change my point of view and I realized I do have the power to change how I look at this, it was a, a big, big moment in um, shifting out of being a victim and shifting into being um, someone who was um, empowered. Welcome to the Gratitude Podcast on www.georgeandbenta.com, where you'll hear a new story each week that will inspire more gratitude in your own life. Our mission is to inspire 100,000 people to discover how to feel gratitude and live a happy life through the amazing life stories of our successful guests and their actionable tips. And now, the host of our podcast, George and Benta. Hi, Gratitude Seeker. Welcome to a new episode of the Gratitude Podcast. Today is going to be a special episode. I will have two guests, two amazing guests. One of them is David Peschinger and the other Tamara Green. And they are the co-founders of Loving Meditations and the international and international best-selling authors of their book, Live Calm with Cancer and Beyond. And um, I'm really happy to have them on because they have amazing stories and they have a lot to share with us concerning gratitude. They were actually working on a gratitude meditation for their app this week, so it's uh, perfect timing. Um, David is a featured author, uh, fire lieutenant, and Grammy-nominated composer. Tamara is an author, a speaker, and a trainer dubbed by Elle magazine as the soul center psychotherapist and meditation facilitator. But I will let them tell you more about themselves and about their work and what they're doing. I think it's really fascinating. Well, thank you, Georgian. It's uh, great to share this time and this space with you today. And we especially love that your focus is gratitude because um, it has been so huge in our journey, um, not only our whole life journey, but in particular, the journey that we're going to talk about more specifically in a little bit. Um, We've been uh, known each other for quite a long time, and uh, our whole marriage has been a journey of uh, of ups and downs until we finally were in a place that um, the time was right and we were able to really... uh, do the do marriage thing the way that we wanted to. So uh, we're grateful for that every day. And, and um, I think gratitude is a big part of our daily practice in terms of how we, um, how we look at the world and how we, um, we view things. It's really a, a point of view in a way. So um, this is just so right on. The topic is just something we love. 
Absolutely. We're, yeah, I think we're doing the marriage thing really well. <laughs> <laughs> and really gratitude well. is a huge part. It really is. It's, it's a huge part, as you're going to hear more. Uh, it's a huge part of why um, our marriage just keeps uh, growing uh, and becoming more enriching and, um, and more loving. Yeah, this is beautiful. So. I I really love the fact that you're doing this together, and uh, you're such a beautiful couple. Uh, <laughs> not not I don't know how many of our listeners will also look at at uh, the uh, the recording, uh, the video recording. But uh, I just wanted to to tell you this because uh, it's not just your voices, but you are a really beautiful couple, and uh, I really, <laughs> I really love like having you. you. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. You started our day off yeah. beautifully. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you, you really, you really are, and uh, I think it's important. It's an important starter for for our conversation. So, um, could you get a, a little bit into more detail details about what is gratitude for you personally, for for each of you, and if you want for you as a couple? Be happy to. So. We are certainly grateful for all the amazing time that we've spent together and for our beautiful family and all the gifts that life has given us. And that was all great, but it took a completely different meaning when uh, in 2013, uh, I went for a haircut at the barber and he noticed something on my neck that was a lump the size of a golf ball, something I didn't realize was there. And once he pointed it out, I had to obviously go to the doctors and see what that was. It started a journey of a bunch of different procedures and diagnosis to um, ultimately, a couple of weeks later, have us standing in front of a doctor who said these five words that just changed our lives. And that was, you have stage four cancer. Wow. Uh, we were totally unprepared and totally devastated by that kind of information um, so it took a little time to regroup and figure out, okay, how are we going to, you know, work through this? And that began a four month journey of treatment and a very difficult treatment, which involved radiation and chemo and particularly to the head and neck area. So it involved, it really influences how difficult it can be to eat and to swallow. Um, so it really took our marriage and our practice of gratitude to a whole new level it's really easy to sink down into a place of being a victim and feeling like this was a, a wrongness um, that, you know, your life has been taken away from you and all you want is your life back. And so we, after we, you know, we kind of the smoke settled and the dust settled from this incredibly flooring news, we kind of regrouped and started to go back to some of the tools that had, worked for us in the past. We'd both done meditation. Um, Tamara does um, meditation and mindfulness work with her clients. And so we decided to start using those tools in the time that we were dealing with the cancer. One of the tools was gratitude, and we'll talk more about that in a minute. Um, but we were able to really, it's more of a power thing, like what power do I have over this situation? I've turned over the medical part to the doctors. What do I have? What, what control, what influence do I have now about my personal experience? I decided that I would make a choice. I was going to get busy living. 
rather than get busy dying. I decided that I was focus on positive things and gratitude was huge, a huge tool to do that. And I decided that I was going to view this as a epic um, survival adventure rather than I'm being put through this medical torture. And so once I started to change my point of view and I realized I do have the power to change how I look at this, it was a a big, big moment in um, shifting out of being a victim and shifting into being um, someone who was um, empowered. And uh, that was yeah, very important to us. Yeah. And uh, for me, you know, I suddenly became the caregiver, you know, having to put uh, my life on hold um, to be a caregiver to David. And at the same time, four days before his diagnosis, our son, our 13 year old son at the time, he was 13, he was diagnosed with Lyme disease, oh which is God. a pretty serious disease, too. So suddenly <laughs> I was the caregiver for my two guys. Um, and our daughter was already uh, in an, a whole nother state uh, for college, so she wasn't in the house. It was just me and my two guys that I was taking care of. So uh, after, as David said, when the dust settled, it was about, for me, it was about two weeks of kind of freaking out, you know, worried, not sleeping very well, just, you know, what's, what's happening to my family? Oh my goodness, this two major medical illness, uh, illnesses are just kind of suddenly thrown into our lives. But uh, it was, one of the tools really was gratitude that got me back into that sense of, you know what, I'm just going to be present. I'm I'm not going to worry about the future. I'm just going to stay present as much as I can in every moment. And, and gratitude is one of those things that you can, it immediately gets you present. Even if you're thinking about something you're grateful for in your past, it's kind of fascinating how it just brings you right here as if it's happening all over again. And I always um, have thought of gratitude as a very high vibrational energy that we have complete access to anytime, anywhere. So the moment you say, you know what, I'm I'm going to pull this energy right into me, it just completely floods your system. And that's the tool that I used every single morning after I got through my two weeks of like freak out every single morning, I started my day with three things that I was grateful for. And it really made a huge difference. It it was a kind of a turning point in what the experience we were having. I can totally relate to this uh, from a small point of view. Of course, I've, I haven't been through what you've been through. Um, But when, when things are, aren't very easy in our life it it brings perspective and this has been my experience that uh, usually we we have the tendency to just focus on those things that aren't good that aren't working and when we manage to 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 have this habit of being grateful we 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 at least see the whole picture and we we get to appreciate the things that are still working in our life right Absolutely. There's always something you can be grateful for. It doesn't matter what you're going through. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And w- one more thing that I I want to uh, to point out 
and, and for me, this is really beautiful. Um, David, you, you look amazing. Like you don't look like someone that has been through such an experience. I, I, I wouldn't have thought that you, you've been through that. And uh, I'm really curious, how, how did you manage to do it? <laughs> well, thank you. It's a great question. Um, I have to say that part of it is a lifelong sort of baseline practice of exercise and pretty good nutrition um, and certainly spiritual practice. Uh, that helped quite a bit. And the kind of treatment that I had typically uh, were very often people be, are hospitalized because they're unable to eat and they lose so much weight and they, um, they're really, their body just deteriorates so badly that uh, they have to take in, have interventions to get through. Uh, I was fortunate that I never had to do that. Um, I had the best caregiver in the world <laughs> and lots of love, but also I think I get it again. I made a choice. Um, I was going to, I was, I'm a person who's run my whole life, always been a runner. I couldn't run. I chose to at least get out and walk and I couldn't lift weights at the gym anymore. So I chose to do some body movements like yoga. And so it was a series of choices that kept my body moving. And certainly we did a couple of things where I could still get some, some decent nutrition um, that I didn't have to actually eat. And so, yeah, it was a lot of um, past practices, but also we brought practices into the, um, the cancer journey, not the least of which was um, some mindfulness and meditation uh, tools that were very, very helpful. I love it. I love it. It's, it's something important that uh, I think we should see. Uh, I'm talking about me and our, our listeners, the fact that you were able to to keep in shape and to keep in in good shape thanks to things that you did consistently consistently and um th that's why i always say that gratitude is most powerful when we do it consistently and i urge my my listeners all the time to to make sure they make a habit out of it even if it's not a big one it's just so helpful and it makes such a, a big difference yeah you're you're right on with that and it, it can be super easy i typically when i drive to the firehouse where i work um about eight days a month on my drive i've got a lot of downtime and that's the perfect time for me to do some gratitude and i'll just go through a list that i've kind of built over the years of the things that i'm you know basically thanking the universe for or god or angels or whoever we think is you know working behind the scenes to make all this great stuff happen. Uh, I'll just go through my list on my drive and thank them. And um, it's perfect use of time that otherwise, you know, you'd be listening to the radio or, you know, staring out the window. So yeah, it's a great, a great tool that I've used. I love it. It's, it's a great way of using time that in which you would, wouldn't really do much. And um, it really puts you in a really good state for, for what's about to come and, and one of the, I don't know if you know this, I, I created a 2D animation about gratitude. And uh, one of the things that, uh, so one of the, the parts of the an animation is with uh, someone driving to work and listening to, to the podcast and thinking of their, their colleagues at work and how much they appreciate them and things of this nature. And uh, I think it, it correlates very beautifully. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. 
Where do we get to see this animation? <laughs> uh, you, you can see it on Facebook on, on the page, on the Gratitude Podcast page. It's pinned there at the top. It's, it's, really, um, it's really entertaining and uh, helpful as well, in, in my opinion. So um, I'm really curious if you, if you want to share with us uh, when and how did you first discover gratitude and like, really feeling it and really experiencing it and not just the, the idea, the concept, but actually feeling it. Sure. I'll answer that one. Um, let's see. Boy, I don't know how many years ago it was a number of years ago, at, le- at least 12, maybe even 15 years ago. Every morning I decided that, I needed to make my spiritual practice a priority. So every morning I got up really early, you know, anywhere between 4.35 a.m. And I would go into what I call my, it's, it's, it's the size of a, it used to be a closet. <laughs> and I turned it into my little meditation room in the house. And I would go there every morning and I would do anything from light a candle and just stare at it for an hour or uh, read prayers or, or recite prayers to reading passages out of a book that really inspired me. But it was during that time that I learned more, you know, on this book that I was reading, learned more about the actual energy of, of uh, gratitude, that there's different things that we don't even necessarily realize there's a different, um, you know, energy, a very high vibrational energy. So freedom, the energy of freedom is one kind of energy vibration. Gratitude's another one. And so it was, it really opened my eyes. Wow. You know, that's so cool. And then how easy it is to just pull it in by literally saying, I'm now pulling it in and boom, it's, there's no effort to it. It's literally happening the moment you make that decision to just pull it into your whole system or your whole uh, situation, your body, whatever. So it just was um, a real eye opener for me. I I know that I've, um, you know, I'm all my life. I've been a pretty upbeat, you know, I, I see everything as the glass half full kind of person. So I think I've experienced quite a bit of gratitude in my life, but I never really kind of thought of it. Um, in that way until I read this particular book. Hmm. That, that's very interesting. I, I'm, I'm actually uh, on the opposite of you from, from this point of view. I'm, uh, my tendency is rather uh, pessimistic. And I, I, for me, I, I needed to do something in order for, for me to see the, the, the full part of the glass, you know, and um it, it, for it's always very interesting to to meet other people that are different from from this point of view and uh how they see and experience gratitude uh, it, it's really it's really interesting um but if you could go back in time like i don't know may, maybe 10 years or 20 years ago what would you tell your younger self about gratitude I think my myself back then didn't experience or 
were embrace gratitude like I do now, I don't think I was really looking at things and appreciating them in that way. So I would go back and tell my younger self that it is a huge um, shifting uh, mechanism to to look at things and be grateful, to be grateful um, not only to people and things outside of you, but be grateful for your body. I, I know I appreciated the fact that I was able to run marathons and I was able to do, you know, obstacle courses or do athletic events, but I really didn't appreciate my body and thank my body for all it did. And that's just one thing, one example of what the body does that's obvious, but the body's doing so much stuff that we don't see, we're not aware of just the fact that your heart beats without any input or assistance or any intelligence from us. It just does its thing. Um, and faithfully for, you know, however many years we're on this earth that our lungs breathe, that all our organs are performing these miraculous um, processes that we don't really have to give much attention to. Um, and we, we, we seldom think, to appreciate our body and thank it for all it does. So I'd say to my younger self, you know, appreciate your body, especially in this time and place where it's young enough to run marathons and to be resilient and um, yeah, really uh, give it the credit that it's due. I, I can really relate to that. And um, it, it's so always an interesting experience for me. For instance, when I, when I get sick, like with the flu or something, um, when when I'm sick and I realize how how many things I'm actually able to do when I'm healthy, and I'm thinking, oh my God, if only I would be healthy, I would do so many things, and I <laughs> I, I would taste so many foods, and uh, uh, I would smell so many beautiful fragrances and, and things of that nature. Because usually, uh, when I'm sick, I I don't have any kind of taste and uh, smell, and um, after after that it's really interesting how much i appreciate all of these things and how amazing it, it feels and to to just the, the the smell of fresh air for instance is like oh my god <laughs> i i miss this so much and um yeah we we sometimes take these simple things for for granted and i'm sure that you you really know how it is and you, you can really um, be an inspiration for us from, from this point of view. Um, but let us know a little bit more about your work and how you, how it came to be. Okay. So for about seven years prior to David being diagnosed with cancer, we had been creating guided meditations together for my psychotherapy and coaching clients and had a YouTube following and um, people loved it. After or at the tail end of the cancer experience, we were in, uh, David was getting a, uh, he was at a follow-up visit with his oncologist and his oncologist basically said the same thing that you did. You know, you really did quite well for the kind of cancer and difficult treatment that you had. You must have been doing something. What were you doing? So David shared, you know, that we, we both as patient and caregiver uh, were doing mindfulness and meditation and gratitude and stuff like that. And he says, well, I want that for all of my 
patients. They need this too, because it's amazing the outcome that you had. Well, so David and I looked at each other in that room and, and light bulbs are going off. You know, we've uh, been creating these mindfulness programs already for seven years together. He, he's a Grammy nominated composer. His music is stunning. It's gorgeous. And I've been, you know, creating guided meditations this during this time. And uh, so we've gone through the experience. We've created meditations. Why not? Let's just go ahead and, and use this as our, you know, the, the gift of cancer. This is what this experience gave us is this gift to be able to pay it forward to other people going through a very life challenging experience like cancer or any other, any other life uh, challenge. So we created our loving meditations app um, that's available on an Apple product, an iOS product, or any other, because we have several different versions of the app. And um, it's going into cancer infusion centers and in hospitals. And it's going into, um, we have, so I'll let David talk about the waiting room TV. That's pretty, uh, pretty exciting too. But we're very, very excited about the feedback that we're getting. Um, The app is just all over the world now, and then our book as well, you know, Live Calm with Cancer and Beyond. It's just so, so exciting to be, we're so grateful <laughs> to be able to do this, um, uh, to be a contribution to other people going through a big life challenge like we did. I love the story, and I think it's really interesting how. Uh... How these kinds of experiences can can change us and can inspire us to to do amazing things like you're doing. And um, I know about one case of uh, cancer being going into remission uh, from from a person. I'm I don't remember exactly all the details, but it, it's very related to to our conversation. Um, that person decided that okay. Uh, if I'm going to die, I'm going to die laughing. And uh, they, they started and uh, she or he started um, watching all kinds of comedy movies and uh, making sure that they laughed a lot and uh, enjoyed their, their moments. And in a few weeks or months or so, uh, when, when that person went to see the doctor and see how it was going, there was no cancer. Yeah. And um, I, I think it's a very important part of uh, treating any kind of sickness, any kind of illness, uh, the emotional part, the, uh, the part that's on the inside. And I'm not talking about the organs, but on our inside, in our head, in our heart. Because from my knowledge, many of the uh, the illnesses that we suffer from are actually quite related to, to the emotional side. And it, I think doing something that, that's helpful on this part as well is, is pretty incredible. And I'm sure that you, you have experiences of, of this kind as well. So if you want to share, I would love to hear them. Sure. Um, well, like you're saying... Um... If there's a trauma involved with um, serious illness, that could even be traumatic to be 
ill with the flu, um, but let's say any serious illness. And again, we, if we choose to hand off the medical part to the doctors, um, we, we still want to feel like we have, we're a participant in that journey. We want to feel like we do have some power and influence in our own experience of that. And that's where, um, Focusing more on the positive by using gratitude can be huge. I would say personal story is um, I did have to have surgery to remove some remaining um, tumor and it was, it's pretty involved, complicated surgery. So as I was walking to the operating room, knowing that I was going to be, you know, unconscious and this medical team was going to be totally responsible for the outcome. I couldn't really change that. But what I could do was, um, use the whole Onopono um, mantra almost to just shift into a place of being grateful to them, to me, thanking them, also forgiving myself for creating whatever I created, and also using the love piece um, by at least I put myself in a place where I felt like I was uh, doing something really positive in that walk to the operating room. And when I got ready to be uh, sedated, I think I was in a very calm and peaceful place and really felt like, you know, very optimistic about the outcome. Yeah, so what the Ho'oponopono practices, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. And then you just keep repeating that. It's amazing what releases when you do. Yeah, I, I know about it and I've used it as well. And I, I can I can tell and I from my own experience that, that is it is very impactful. And there's an there's a part that I think is very important that you, you mentioned, David. Um the fact that there is this part that you entrust the doctors with, but there is another part of the healing process that has to do with you and where you have the power and there are times when so i don't know from from my own experience but i know that there are times when people if they don't have a positive attitude about um, that surgery or something uh, related to this like their treatment it's really hard for that treatment or for that surgery to actually work and to do the, the thing that it, it it intended to do. And I think this is an important part that we can contribute to, to actually healing ourselves. And it's, it's what's beautiful about this is that it's actually helpful in healing emotions as well and healing things that go deeper than, than the physical. And I, I think this is pretty amazing. So yeah, this is amazing work that you're doing, and uh, I really love it. So can you tell us a little bit about um, how meditations usually go? Uh, how meditations go? You mean like uh, in our app? Yeah, so how, how how do people use the app? How do people experience the, the meditations? Sure, Um when I was in the infusion center uh, receiving chemo, I would just put on my earbuds and listen to audio or watch a video. So what we did was the app is really 
basically a way of delivering our meditations, which are video and audio and Tamara's voice guiding you, uh, which basically put on the earbuds and find the meditation that you want and press play. We have a feature called the advisor where it asks a series of questions. You can just swipe yes or no, and that will direct you to a meditation if you're feeling distressed and lonely or uh, in, in pain or discomfort, uh, those kinds of questions, it will direct you to a meditation or we have them grouped by topic. Um, so we have some for breath work and some for creating calm and some for recharging for caregivers. Um, so it's broken down like that. And it's also directed towards patients and caregivers. So there's a lot of crossover in the meditations, but there are some specifically for the caregiver and some for the patient. And as Tamara said, it's on the App Store, and it's also, um, we have a web app version that works on any device. It's called okay. Loving Meditations. Awesome, awesome. I, I really love this part, and I wanted to ask you about this, the fact that there are meditations for the caregiver as well, because I, I think it's such an important part of healing as well to have someone that's... Uh, positive and that's doing something to to rebalance because i'm i'm sure it's really not an easy journey and having a tool having something to help us in, in this situation is really valuable and yeah. I, I love this part and i love the fact that you you've thought about this as well it's, it's pretty amazing yeah it's uh the caregiver is also going through a pretty big life challenge as well so yeah. Um, yeah, I, for, I, can, I can imagine. Yeah, so whether you're a patient or a caregiver, you're um, you can actually use mindfulness and meditation to turn it into a real uh, time of self discovery. Mm-hmm. So, or self care, or even self love. So mm-hmm. that's wonderful. That's what we're all about. You know, keep pointing people in that direction. I love it. I love it. And what what are the plans for for the future for for the app? You've you've mentioned it. Uh, you mentioned that it already is in some hospitals, right? Yes, and um, we are talking to other people. There's, yesterday, I went to the dentist to get my teeth cleaned, and the way our dentist has his office set up or his exam room, there's a TV kind of like right over your head, and typically they put on the news or they put on um, a talk show or something. And I find that to be really stressful. If I'm going to have dental work done, I'd like to be relaxed. And we, we have this other product called loving meditations TV, which is designed for waiting rooms for the doctor's waiting room. So people are getting calm instead of stressed waiting for an MRI or for an exam or for talking to their doctor. But it's also perfect if you're in the dentist chair and, uh, and getting your teeth worked on. So that's one of our, our new uh, areas that we're going to be moving into is um, trying to calm people down during, during the dentist uh, visit. <laughs> <laughs> that's wonderful. I can actually tell you uh, an experience of my own regarding this. So I have been to a place where, where, um, they had this calming meditation, cal- calming music, uh, meditational mu- type of music. And uh, I've been to another place where they have had like really bouncy music and, and things of this nature. Um, and if I am to compare, it, it definitely made me feel much more at ease 
in the first situation and uh, much more relaxed knowing that there is going to be a procedure or something done on me and uh, I'm usually calm as a person and I'm uh, really collected but uh, having that atmosphere was even more helpful and comparing that with the news and things of this nature I think that's a whole nother level <laughs> so yeah we, really cool. we uh, you know in addition to the music piece we have um calming images usually it's nature but we have some um we do things with fractals that are very fascinating geometric shapes and then we have what we call uh, mindful messages which are uh texts that come on the screen that could be a quote or it could be an interesting fact about how amazing the human body is or how amazing the universe is so um, people are, they can just listen to the music if that's what they like, or they can watch the nature images, or they can watch everything, including the mindful messaging. So it's, um, it's designed to kind of work for everybody, depending on what they're, you know, how much attention they want to pay to it. Yeah, this is wonderful. So uh, getting back a little bit to, uh, to gratitude, um, do you have people in your life that you're really, really grateful for that have had or are having a, a really profound impact in your life and you would like to mention them my husband david (laughs) (laughs) i'm so grateful for him uh we have just the most amazing relationship and i just pinch myself every day that it everything that we go through just completely enriches my life um even the big challenges so i'm so grateful for you, honey. <laughs> and as am I grateful to Tamara um, and for Tamara, it's it's difficult to put into words what it was like to go through this cancer experience and have someone, um, you know, your life partner step up and just be the embodiment of love and compassion and being present. Um, it just took our marriage to a whole different level that um, we never would have probably reached if we had we not gone through that together, but it's, um, you know, when you're the person that's going through the illness, um, to have someone, whether it's a friend or a family member or a coworker step up and just do something that's above and beyond, um, is so moving and so humbling that, um, you know, I think we need to make sure that we do appreciate them internally, but also acknowledge them externally for their amazing contributions. This is beautiful. And, I'm really happy that you are generous enough to take this love, this uh, uh, care forward and uh, sharing it with, with the world world and making it available for other people and um, offering support for them. And by the way, where can our audience find you? Where can our audience see your work? Sure. Our, our main website is lovingmeditations.com. And Specifically for the app, it's called CalmCancerStress.com. And specifically for the book, it's called LiveCalmWithCancer.com. Wonderful. Thank you so much for being here, for sharing your story, for sharing your love and your appreciation with us, and for sharing the things that you're, you're doing for other people that, have, that are in the situations that you were in and um, helping them reach your point and uh, being happy and calm and 
going through those challenges with another perspective. Thank you, Georgian. It's yes. been really wonderful. Yes, thanks so much. We really enjoy being here. Thank you for listening to our weekly podcast. Help us reach our goal of inspiring 100,000 people by sharing this podcast with your loved ones, with your Facebook friends. And if you loved this episode, please write a review on iTunes.